Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Nick here from Super West Sports. So to kick off the college football season, I'll be answering some mailbag questions. Some will be kind of video mailbag format. Some will be the classic podcast format like we're doing here today. So just want to give you a kind of little preview of what we got coming out here for the college football season. Uh, thank you guys for your questions. It really is much appreciated. A lot of fun for me. And I always really, you know, like learning what you guys are really curious about in regards to your favorite team. So just so we're on the same page, um, college football season is right around the corner. Excited to get back to it. And uh, let's get to today's question. All right, guys, welcome back to the final mailbag question of the summer. And the question today is from Jamie in Tacoma, Washington. And so uh, Jamie is one of those names, could be a he or she. So um, I'm going to go with the he today. Aside from USC, which Pac-12 football teams do you think improved their staffs the most in the offseason? So again, the question is from Jamie in Tacoma, Washington. I'm going with he. Sorry if you're a she knows respect. And I'll read the question just a little bit slower this time. So aside from USC, which Pac-12 football teams do you think improved their staffs the most in the offseason? So since this is the last mailbag question before the season starts. I'm not going to do like a real in-depth dive on all the coaches around the conference. I think there's enough excitement with uh, pretty much all of our teams kicking off this week. So to do that, I, I don't want to, you know, um, kind of hinder the excitement, get too statty. Um, but one thing I will do is I want to go back to a move made last season that I really felt was vastly overlooked. And so that's where I'm going to turn my attention today. Um, Jamie, it is going to answer your question um, in, a, in, in a little bit different light, but it is the same question. I'm just answering it in a little bit different way. So what I'm going to do here is actually talk about Jake Dickert, uh, WSU's head coach. So just going back to a little bit last year, I know um, the Cougars aren't a national brand. Um, you're looking at Dickert. He was named the interim coach on October 18th. Um, obviously, he took over um, amid the whole Nick um, Rolovich um, vaccination situation. Um, needed a quick refresher. Uh, Rolovich did not feel comfortable getting vaccinated. So um, WCU decided to part ways and um, Dickert stepped in and uh, became the interim coach again on October 18th. So when that happened, um, first game blew out Arizona and then blew out UW, which uh, I think if... <laughs> That, that's big for all of Cougar Nation. Um, very big. Um, it, it's everything to the Cougs. It is absolutely everything when they beat the Huskies. Plain and simple. So um, kudos to them there. But then they lost to Central Michigan in the Sun Bowl. So I don't want to say that's too much to go off of. Um, again, everyone's going to love him because he beat the Huskies. But beating Arizona last year doesn't really say much. And uh, you would like for a Pac-12 team to knock off Central Michigan in the Sun Bowl. Um, no disrespect to the Chippewas, but um, we would like to see a Pac-12 team win that game, plain and simple. Um, but what I can do here is um, we're going to start kind of going looking to Dickert's resume. I really like him, and I'm going to give you my heartfelt answer, but I want to give you just kind of a little bit of his background so you know. Um, and we all, all as Pac-12 Nation, know who this guy is. Um, you know, he could be a success this year. So 14 years of coaching experience. He was the safeties coach at North Dakota State. And uh, that season, the Bison reached the FCS semifinals. Um, I must have left out the year there. But essentially, um, as a safeties coach at North Dakota State, um, the Bison, again, had a pretty solid year, making the semifinals of the FCS playoffs. Um, his first defensive coordinator position was in 2013 at a Division II school called 
Augustana in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, in 2014, he took the same position at Minnesota State Mankato. And that team actually reached the, the Division II championship that season. So if you're looking at just his basic pedigree, um, it's at a very smaller scale, obviously, you know, um, the FCS and uh, D2. But that is, um, he has playoff experience. And that is valuable. Having playoff experience is something that is very important, um, regardless of the level. Um, you're playing in big games with your season on the line. And how will you react as a man, as a person, um, as a coach in that situation? So having that experience, I think, is something that may be overlooked. Again, even though it's at the D2 and FCS levels. So after uh, that, he found his way over to Wyoming in 2017, where he became the safeties coach. And in 2019, he received a promotion to become defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. And um, this is kind of where he heads over to WSU. And we're wrapping this part up. Again, I won't do too much um, stats. Kind of going to get some of my thoughts here. But um, the following season, again, after 2019, the following season, he joined Nick Roll, which is WSU staff. And um, as I touched on a little earlier, um, just somehow got named the interim coach in the whole Rolovich um, vaccination situation last year. So my thoughts after um, really kind of analyzing his resume, um, seeing him in action last year, and really just, that's the word I want to use, his actions, or maybe lack thereof, is why I really like this guy and feel that he's overlooked. Um, Over the last... 10 years, WCU's kind of had some uh, coaches, you know, who came in with a, um, you know, maybe a like to talk a lot. Obviously, Mike Leach, you know who you, who you were getting. Um, he is exactly who he is. He wins a lot of football games. Um, he talks a lot. He puts his viewpoints out there. Um, and he is who he is. So um, you got to respect that there's no games with him. At the same time, um, Pullman's ideals, I know where the conference and no truck, no truck stops, if there wasn't a college again in Pullman, this would be less than a truck stop. And the ideals of a lot of the people who live and cheer for this team isn't that boisterous, flamboyant kind of attitude. Um, flamboyant wasn't the right word, or boisterous, not trying to show disrespect, but just more talkative. Um, they appreciate, you know, hard, humble working type people. And um, so um, even though Leach was a, he was a force at WC, he won a lot of games. Um, I don't know if that was the best fit long-term. Obviously, I think... Uh, that may have run its course. You're hopping over to Rolovich. You got the same type of guy. And to me, Rolovich, uh, I never felt comfortable with him. Um, again, with Mike Leach, uh, whether you like him or hate him, he's him and he's not fake. And that should be respected. With Rolovich, um, beyond the whole vaccination thing, um, he liked to. it felt like he'd like to kind of market himself as a player's coach. When in reality, he never really um, was. Um, there was an incident where he basically told um, he was going to kick a Pac-12 player, uh, a player off the team um, for joining that whole Pac-12, uh, Pac-12 players movement, um, that little short-term alliance um, during COVID. Um, but again, if you're a players coach, wouldn't you support players, you know, um, going after their uh, medical well-being? Um, that that just feels like that would logically make sense here. Um so with Rolovich, again, um, it just never felt right. He felt like he was trying to come in and just um, really maybe be Mike Leach. Uh, I remember one of his first press conferences, he like counted down how many days till the Apple Cup. Turns out he got fired before he ever coached the Apple Cup, which um, I don't think there's a smoother transition than that because um, Dicker got the job done in that game. So again, um, yeah, just I didn't feel that Leach and Rolovich really... Um, it didn't feel like they fit the ideals 
of a town like Pullman and a lot of uh, the Eastern Washington um, fan base. Obviously, there's a lot of Cougs in Seattle and on the west side um, as well of the state, but I'm um, getting a little too regional here. Um, but yeah, so again, this is why I really like Dickert, though. Um, you know, barring all the stuff um, that kind of got him here, you got to look into that. But why I really like him, and I just touched on it a little bit, he's quiet, humble, and hardworking. Country folk. I like that. I think that's exactly what the Cougs need. Um, whether it is going to be a drop-off to the Mountain West or whether they're going to stay in the Pac-12, that's the reality of the situation. Um, I graduated WSU, and a lot of Coug fans may feel that it can never happen. It can happen, and it might happen. Um, and that needs to be respective, but uh, needs to be respected. But um, Dicker doesn't um, kind of remind me as a guy who would be really offended by it. Again, I mean, just look at his previous two stops. Um, Pullman's kind of a big market to him. Let me um, scroll back on my... Uh, my uh, <laughs> great, that was great talking, Nick. Um, let me scroll back on my notes here. I mean, again, um, his first defensive coordinator position was at a school called Augustana in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. In 2014, um, he was a defensive coordinator at Minnesota State Mankato. Um, so Pullman, he's like, I made it, dude. <laughs> it's like, Pullman's big time. I'm big. Whether I'm in the Mountain West, the Pac-12, or wherever I am, I'm the head coach of a of a brand. Obviously, not one of the bigger brands in the Pac-12, um, but a brand um, in its own right. So um, I think that he'll really respect the opportunity rather than maybe, oh, this is a this is a stopping point. This is a place where we're going to, you know, look over. No, I'm going to make it work here and I'm going to win because I was at freaking Minnesota State Mankato six years ago, uh, eight years ago. So um, those are really why I like him. Again, I think he is a better fit for Pullman than the previous two guys. But with that caveat, you got to win. And Mike Leach did win. Mike Leach did win, so that can't be overlooked. Um, he built the program back up from nothing, really, um, literally nothing. And uh, Dickert needs to, he has enough where he has no excuses that this team just shouldn't be very bad. They should still be decent. Um, they could really win some games. They got some pieces on the defensive line. Um, obviously, you know, um, Cameron Ward coming in at quarterback. So um, there's some really good pieces. But this isn't about the Cougars in its, its entirety. It's about a move that was made last year. And I think this is the move that actually um, improved a Pac-12 team the most. Um, obviously, uh, Jamie, you hit on the head. USC, if you didn't say USC, this would have been a one-minute mailbag. And I would have just maybe yelled at the world. USC was the obvious choice. But um, if we're going to just go back, um, I don't think that anyone else is going to really benefit their team more. Um, if you just look at the whole situation um, with the uncertainty regarding Rolovich's vaccination. Uh, the uncertainty regarding, um, you know, is Rolovich really going to respect his players? Um, obviously, he didn't support his players in the players' movement. So, um, you know, as student-athletes, um, it may have been weighing on their minds last year. And uh, how how are you going to go out there and perform at your highest, especially to a sport where you're really risking your body and you could, you're really risking your life out there? Um, there's a reason I played basketball. Um, so how are you going to do that when this coach has basically said, um, you know, that I may not support you? Um, even though it maybe felt otherwise. And then you bring in a guy like Dickert, who's very quiet, hardworking, um, and already won an Apple Cup. And I know that doesn't seem like a lot to the rest of the Pac-12 nation, but you got to understand for WSU, I think um, most Cougar fans would rather um, win the Apple Cup than maybe <laughs> make a college football playoff. Um, I, know, I know it may not make sense, but um, that's probably a bit of an exaggeration. But it, it is 
serious hatred, serious hatred, and probably a little jealousy, whether um Cougs want to admit it or not, um, admit it or not. But the bottom line is, um, Dicker came in and had an Apple Cup blowout victory, snapping a seven-game losing streak for the Cougs. So um, he should have some leeway, um, some leeway. So concluding your um question here today, um, again seriously, thank you for your question, Jamie. And uh, you know how I always like throw out a restaurant about someone's hometown. I'm not gonna play in Tacoma. I know where Tacoma is. I'm from Shoreline. I'm not gonna disrespect Tacoma. Um, I know the rules. Beautiful place, but know where you're at. Um, very seriously, very, very, very beautiful. Um, I had a friend from a stadium who um went to college out um at WSU, obviously. Um, so uh, met some cool people from Tacoma. But again, uh, just know where you're at and respect the rules of the game. So um, yeah, that's about it, guys. We're at college football season now. Um, as I finish this up, ASU is kicking off here in about three hours. So, um, that's about it. That's going to be the mailbag question series for the summer. Um, we'll see what we have lined up for the college football season, but I just want to say seriously, um, thank you for your question today, Jamie. And, um, everyone's questions that I've really answered throughout the summer. Uh, they've helped prepare me. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I think they prepare me. I think I'm ready, but, uh, guys, seriously, uh, nothing else to it. It's time for some college football. We don't know what's going to happen with the Pac-12 next year, um, two years, whenever. A um, lot of things still up in there. Come out here and enjoy this. Come out here and enjoy the moment. There's nothing else to it. That's why we all love football. And you can still love football. Let's not worry about who's leaving the conference, who's going to be here, is there going to be a conference. Let's come out and enjoy the games and hope and hope that the Pac-12 really runs things this week. All right. Again, I'm out, guys. Um, Fun doing all these mailbags. Deuces.